So this is a special edition because actually what we've decided to do today is just a bit of a chat and a bit of a roundup about um, 2020 and what that's involved um, and just have a bit of a conversation about some things that we think have gone well and things that we'd like to chat about. So how has 2020 for you? I think it's been how it is for everyone, a bit of a whirlwind of one month you're this, one month you're, you know, doing loads of stuff at home and keeping really busy. And overall, I would have to say it's been really good. I've managed to accomplish a lot of things and I think I've managed to find a really good balance of life and work. I think that's been a really good thing of it. How's it been for you? All right, different. So normally I don't have a summer because yeah. I am working and kind of every day I'm doing something and I've got brides and I've got weddings and none of that has happened. So actually, as awful as it has been kind of financially and, you know, business hasn't been where it should have been, personally, I've actually had a really lovely time. I've been at Aww. home. I've, you know, been around for my little girl. I've been baking. I've been, yeah, I've, I've, I've actually had a really nice time. I feel that it's one of those years where it's like there's so, even though there's been such devastation this year, I think in many different ways, not only the pandemic, but especially with, you know, so much campaigning for Black Lives Matter with, you know, so much like inequality, even with all of that, there have been so many blessings this year. And I think that you saying, you know, being at home and having a summer, it's almost the same with, you know, anybody that hasn't been able to make time and kind of look back and go, you know, is this a good way of life? Or actually, are we just all a rat race trying to keep up? And I was saying to, you know, my friend that it's so weird because I've done all my Christmas shopping. Whereas like before, this time in every other year, I've literally left it all to the last week. And it's like things like that that you think, oh, actually... I'm really, I'm really grateful for that. And I think, I think that's what it is. It's time because I used to always think like, oh, stop the world. I want to get off. Like I just want to have. And I used to say to my husband, I just want a two week holiday to my house. Mm. Like I want to book time off <laughs> and just be at home. Did you get that this year? Oh, I, I basically think it's my fault that all this is happening. Like be careful what you wish for, big time. But but actually, that's exactly what I got. Except I got a four month holiday to yeah. my house. Um, but. But yeah, like, because you never do that. You never just stop. And especially as a business owner, you're just, you're going all mm -hmm. the time. Like, you don't switch off. And I think this summer, knowing there was no brides, knowing that my business, it didn't need me for a while, and kind of ha being given that permission to say, you can stop now, mm. it's okay, because the rest of the world has stopped as well. So no yeah. one expects anything of you. Nobody's, like, demanding things of you. You can just stop yeah. you can just be still and actually I think that's really really nice and taking that forward I think like with a lot of people I think your your perspective has changed like this has changed your perspective on things because you think do you know what what was I doing before that was so important or what was I doing that worked what was I doing that didn't what was yeah. I wasting time on yeah what was I actually enjoying because that's another thing someone asked me like oh what do you what do you do for fun like what do you do when you want to do something to enjoy yourself and I was like know admin like <laughs> you, know, you know I was like I don't actually know like I, I haven't I haven't ever stopped and thought like this is my checkout time now mm. you know like I I'm gonna do salsa or I'm gonna it's something that is totally unrelated to my business like it's almost like my business is my hobby as well because I love it yeah I and I think it. it's, it's it's you almost feel bad because it's the same thing when people go 
and when I've done like little features for like any anybody I'm working with, like a supplier or like a thing, anyone like that, are like, oh, you know, let's do a profile. What and then what do you do? If you're, what's your hobby? What do you do in your spare time? And I'm like, um, hmm, like see, like you know, you want to say something like go go see friends, have coffee. <laughs> like I'm like walk my dog, spend time with my yeah. dog. But then that seems like oh god, she's got no friends. Yeah. Like she's got a weird life. It's, ba but it's basically like being sixteen and trying to write your first CV. It is where they're like hobbies include. Meeting friends, watching films, <laughs> like, checking out the latest trends, aka going into town and looking the shop windows. <laughs> but I think it's, I always say, like, a business, I mean, can always be like an expensive hobby because you put so much into it, like time, money, everything, and um, it's all right to enjoy that, but it's also, I think it's okay to. You do when you are a business owner, it does consume your life as long as you get a balance, but that's okay. And I think not to feel bad about that. Yeah. Um, so what are we talking about today, Katie? Loads of stuff, I can't all, wait. all different stuff. So, we're going to just basically have a bit of a chat through 2020 and some of the things like the underlying themes that have gone through and the things that kind of you touched on a few of them already, but things that have cropped up that mm -hmm. have had an impact on us and stuff. Um, so where should we start? I think the elephant in the room that has dominated 2020, the big A, Amazon. Amazon, indeed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dominated my, my post. I basically am keeping Amazon in business. Oh, yeah. I believe I have absolutely supported the cause and attributed to the success <laughs> because every day, every day, Amazon Prime is literally the best invention in the world ever. And talking about Amazon, I will quickly mention that um, if you do shop with Amazon, you can actually add the Kemp Foundation as your um, smile donation. Amazon Smile is how you can, a part of your purchase, Amazon gives to a charity, and you can actually set the Kemp Foundation up on that. And it doesn't cost you any, Yeah, it doesn't cost you anything more. No. You just literally select it, and you and you can do it with all different kinds of charities. There's, yeah. You know, there's loads of stuff on there. And it, if you're shopping anyway, yeah. you might as well... I love it because it, every time I make a purchase, it tells me how much I've contributed to the Kemp Foundation. So mm -hmm. it's a really lovely thing. Um, so Amazon Prime, a lot of people um, don't shop with Amazon because they don't want to support Jeff Bezos and him being a billionaire and kind of a lot of the Amazon working conditions. But why do you think Amazon Prime is so great? Convenience. Get that, it? That literally, it, it's the convenience. Like now... Uh, right, I'll tell you a story. So I was talking to my friend like a few weeks ago and she said to me, oh, I need to go and get a star for the Christmas tree, but I can't go till Thursday because my partner's not off. And to me, I thought, what? <laughs> what? You're going, you're in just the concept. She was going to get in her car, go to the shops, look in the windows at the shop, look at the stuff in the actual shops to find the star she wanted. And I just thought, oh my gosh, like I'm, I'm so far from that now because mm. all I would do is type in on Amazon, stars for my tree. I'd be given a choice of 20, I'd click which one I liked, and then they'd have a little blue tick next to it, which means mm -hmm. it'll be with me by 10 p.m. tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I haven't got to wait for Thursday, I haven't got to like go to the shop, and I just thought, gosh, I'm I'm such a convenience person. I'm such mm. a like, I want it now. Like I instantly, if I think something, or I realize I've forgotten something, or I'm like, oh, I need that. I, I It never occurs to me to think, Oh, I'll pop down the shop for that. Yeah. I just go, yeah, three clicks. Yeah, yeah, it's coming. It'll be here by 10 p.m. tonight sometimes. So it's just massively tapping into, like, people's need of urgency. Like, mm. we don't wait for stuff anymore. No. We, we want it. We want it now. We want it to come. We want it to be the best. We want the best price. 
And that's that's what they do. Yeah. And I think one of the things that Amazon, I feel that, you know, I'm talking about this from perspective of what we've seen this year. I'm not, you know, supporting, you know, Amazon working conditions, anything like that. But one of the things that Amazon do better than anybody else is that they, even though their website, when you open it, it's quite ugly. It's not like pretty little thing, you know, we're like, oh, lovely pictures, la, 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 I'm going to be sucked in. Amazon is literally the most plainest website, but... The functionality that if you want to search for something so specific like, um, you know, a certain type of plastic bag that you want to use for, let's say, packaging clothing, when you search that, you're going to get every single type of bag plus some suggestions of different bags you didn't even know you wanted or that Amazon sold. And I think that that function, mm-hmm. functionality, functionality, that... Um, Another no other website has eBay doesn't have that. You know, you've got even you know places like AliExpress, Alibaba, Etsy. You don't have that because I was on Etsy the other day and I was trying to find a I can't remember what it was a specific item, and it was showing me T-shirts mm-hmm. that maybe have this to do with it. And instantly I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't do this. I'm done because it's just not showing what I want. And I think that is why Amazon have been so popular forever because the money that they've obviously pumped into that website to be able to show you exactly what you wanted. The same with the Christmas Star. You're going to get Christmas stars that are Disney themed. You're going to get ones that are, you know, really rustic, you know, made out of wood, maybe. Mm-hmm. Or you're going to get just a pack of 20 that you can put in every single tree, you know, if you had an office in your building. And I think that that is one of the main reasons why they've done so well this year, because people just thought, oh, actually, I could get a lamp in that room because I'm bored and I'm sat here and I'm in lockdown. Let me have a look on Amazon because I can just do it so easily. Yeah. Yeah, and it's all it's all like the algorithm, and it's all like they recognise. <coughs> excuse me, they recognise like our buying habits as well. So when I go on there, they will tell me what I looked at yesterday and remind me, oh yeah, I was going to order that. Oh yeah, I do need that. Yeah. And if I'm looking at something like, you know, a certain toy or something, it's like an upsell. Like mm. it's like a business upsell. And I used to work in Claire's Accessories many many moons ago. And when you get to this till in a Claire's Accessories, and anyone who's been in there or got little girls, they will know. As they're running through your purchase, we will say, oh, and would you like one of these pots for a pound? And would you like these hebbables for two pound? And it's the upsell at the end, because then you think, oh yeah, I would like a pot actually. And because I've spent money with you, it's only a pound. Mm-hmm. You know, So all those little add-ons, and that's similar to what Amazon do. Like, you can select what you want, but then it says, and have you thought of this? And other customers have need... bought this. Yeah. And then you think, oh, of course I would get a bulb for my lamp. Of course. I can't go to Tesco today. Exactly, you know, if you're buying wrapping paper, by your sellotape, mm-hmm. but just just little things like that 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 pushes their sales up yeah. every time, and it's just it happens so easily that we don't even realise. And I don't know if you've watched it, but another lockdown thing that I did was obviously Netflix, um, <laughs> like, like everything, <laughs> everyone else. Um, but there's a there's a really interesting documentary called The Social Dilemma. Oh, I love it, and it and it basically it it's telling you what they're doing to you, mm-hmm. and we're we're so sucked in, we're so on board that we don't even realise mm-hmm. it's happening to us. And it is. Yeah. And, and everybody that's, oh, I'm, I'm not buying into that, I'm not doing... You are. You absolutely are. And, ev- yeah, everyone should watch that. because I, That is brilliant. a good recommendation because I think, I think it is very dramatised because it's very American. And, obviously, unless you have literally no idea about social media... Obviously, we know these things mm. they do and they, you know, they always bring us back. But I think one of the things that I do to combat that is I have all my notifications off. Mm-hmm. unless it's text message or whatsapp i have every single notification off because i don't want that oh i've got to check oh i'll pick my phone up oh I'll pick my phone up again because it's just constant I, I think it's too overwhelming but with that and shopping habits it's 
it's the email you get afterwards. Oh, you know, you were looking. Do you want to come and have a look? You know, come and have another look. You know, mm. you did really want that lamp. Come yeah. and look at it again. Go on, come on. You're like, oh, mm. I'll just get it. All right, fine. But they have been, you know, I think because they had the structure in place to be able to offer people mass, you know, mass produced people's every need. Yeah. But they dominated the market. And I think that if it, if it wasn't Jeff Bezos and Amazon, it would have been the next person. And I think that even though I really wish he would be better with, you know, a lot of ethical things, it is a, a incredible business. And I think it is absolutely incredible what they've achieved this year and how many customers they served. I've never had a delayed, ever had a delayed parcel from them. Mm-hmm. I've never had a bad parcel from them. Um, and I think that it's really fantastic. So, mm-hmm. Which is... In contrast to bloody Hermes, so I have to just—I <laughs> have to just get this. My rage for her. off your chest. <laughs> I just need to get this off my chest. But do you know do you, that is that example though is a that's a really good example even of a business that actually provide a great service but can't provide the service that they're claiming. So, and I'm not the only one. You go on Facebook, Google. Yeah, everyone, yeah. Everyone's moaning about it. And, um, you know, sorry if you're a Hermes person and you're listening to this and I'm sure you're not all the same and I'm tiring you all with the same brush. But still, if if I've ordered something from a company and they are using Hermes as their delivery people, mm-hmm. instantly I'm like, oh, because oh, I've had a bad experience mm. with them. And then, literally, last week I ordered something for Christmas presents so they've taken my money, clicks in, oh, it's been delivered. It has not been delivered. The parcel is not at my house. So, and and I think that's kind of a lesson to businesses as well. Like your association. So the company I've ordered from are not necessarily a bad company. Their customer service has been good. They've given me a tracking number. I'm so sorry. We'll refund your next day delivery charge because it hasn't turned up, blah, blah, blah. But that still doesn't save the fact that I I have, I still to this day now, which is like five days later after paying next day delivery, Mm -hmm. my item is not there. So now I'm almost like entering into a fight with this company who are probably really good. But I think it's it's hard because I think if you know, and this is what I, it really stresses me out with, with big companies that are, you know, they service so many people is that if other big companies like Amazon do very well at what they do, you know, there, there is, there's choices to be made. And I think mm-hmm. with Hermes, I have the same issue. They don't, they don't give you delivery time. Yeah. They don't, they don't give you, they don't keep you updated. And usually I'll get, we've got your parcel, your parcel's been delivered. And then an hour later I'll get, your parcel will be delivered between 10 and 2. And I think, well, I've got it, love. So I, as much as I think, yeah, it's not, it, it isn't the, the, the business who you're buying from fault, mm-hmm. but they've chosen to use a company that they've probably, you're not the first person that's emailed them as how didn't no. get the next day delivery. And, it, and it, it is stressful. And obviously this year is even more stressful because it's Christmas mm-hmm. and, you know, you've got a lot of things that, you know, you're excited to come and things like that. So, yeah. but also like even, even as a small business, like when we've got small businesses, so, but your customer service is so important. Mm-hmm. And so just something like that, that is an external factor. It's not something that your company perhaps have done, but it's kind of a lesson to just be really careful because the reputation you create for yourself yeah. is possibly dependent on somebody else. So this company, I, will never, I won't use them again because I know I probably won't get my parcel. And if I do, it might be a week late. If it even turns out, I still don't know if it's turning up. Mm. Like, so, you know, and as a small business, so my immediate reaction to that is, that that's bad that looks bad and and I think like with my business I don't want to look bad because mm. I've put so much effort and time into this to then have it ruined by someone, someone else, else is is really difficult and is and it's really hard 
And they're losing money at the end of the day. Um, So, on the topic of small businesses, me and you are both a lover of Instagram and Instagram businesses. What do you think has been the biggest Instagram business to boom this year? Um, Food stuff. Yes. Like, food stuff, edible, sweets, cakes, biscuits, macarons, which I learned to say the other day. Not macaroons, macarons. Macaron. Um, Yeah, and and just... Making that just so appealing and so accessible. Yes. So what have you bought? Have you actually bought any food off an Instagram business this year? Yes. If so, tell us about it. So I bought um, macarons off the Kemp Foundation. Lily uh, Rose macarons. Yeah, I bought off her because I saw them. I wanted something to send to my brides who had to move their dates. Um, And I saw her stuff and I just thought, you know what? It's, It's personal. It's supporting another small business. It's just a really yummy, luxury thing to have. They're delicious. They're lovely, because obviously I had to try them, so I had to order myself some as well. Um, and, yeah, and it's ju- it's just a nice way to kind of reach out when I couldn't be there to show my support and say, you know, to my brides, thank you so much, I'm thinking of you, it's really hard for you, thank you for, you know, keeping your bookings with me, etc., etc. Um, another thing um, was sweet boxes. Mm-hmm. You had sweet boxes as well, didn't you? Um and God, that seems like a distant memory. <laughs> when you said that, I thought, did I thought, oh my goodness, I did. This, this is like the longest year. Ever. The longest, but <laughs> nothing happened this year. Year. Yeah. yeah Sorry, carry on. The longest year ever. <laughs> um, and also, I even um, have started to purchase. There's a la- local lady who is like a home cook, mm-hmm. and she posts online her me- her menu for the week, and you can order, and she'll deliver to your home on a Sunday. Wow. And that's that's really good. And I and I just think like businesses like that. Especially if they already kind of had a business or at least had a business plan. Yeah. And then 2020's come along and said, ha ha, no you don't. Mm. And the way they've adapted, the way that things have changed and Mm. the way that they have very cleverly taken themselves online and been able to kind of provide a service that have actually been really in demand. And I think the amazing thing is about Instagram and food on Instagram is that people, people... It's very different from a business that's selling clothes or selling shoes or bags or anything that's a really everyday item. That on food, if you've got 100 followers or 20,000 followers, it doesn't make any difference if people are going to buy from you with food. I think that if you look, if you have really good photography, if you are really clear about what you're selling, you are very authentic, I'll buy from you whether you've got 100 followers or 20,000 followers. And I think with shoes and bags and other things like that, people don't. People like to weigh and weigh and weigh, whereas food is very impulsive. Um, I saw this rise of, um, oh, it was it's like a chocolate, chocolate. Have you heard of chocolate? <laughs> chocolate? Really? Yeah, I know chocolate. People that are melting it and putting it into shapes and adding, you know, Kinder Buenos and, you know, different flavours. And there was a real boom of that this year. And it was really amazing to find a page like that and then watch it just grow and watch yeah. them be like, oh my goodness, I've sold out. Okay, um, I can't get any more till Sunday. Okay, right, okay, right. All does it Sunday at 10. And, and that almost um, business type and that model of we uh, we release all of our products at Sunday at 10 and mm-hmm. then, you know, you get them, I think has really, really and almost like pre-orders have really, really grown It's a drop. Yeah, it is. Drop, it's they? amazing. And I think small businesses have just... On Instagram, we've worked it out. Mm-hmm. We're going live then. Get all your stuff. It helps them manage throughout the week. They don't have to worry about packaging orders every day. They can concentrate and get all of those bits done. And then the drop goes and they package it and send it. And I think that that has been amazing to watch. I did it with um, earrings. 
actually. Yes. So it was like at 10 o'clock, and I'd never bought from this company before. I just saw her pretty earrings online. I thought, they're nice. Tune in, 10 o'clock, yeah. Sunday, last Sunday of the month for my latest drop. And it creates that, like, scarcity, like, and that urgency. Hi. And I'm like, I need these earrings at 10 o'clock. Like, I set my alarm yeah. for a pair of earrings. And I, I have never done that before. I was like, I need them, and I need to be one of the people And you're in them. lockdown, so where are you going to go? But you need them still. I need to wear them, as I am sitting in my living room completing yeah. Netflix. So... Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's really, it's clever. It's clever the way they've done it, and it's and it's really good. And another thing um, that was really um, clever about the uh, whole business thing, in terms of kind of how people have managed it and stuff, is the amount of people that have taken their businesses online, like whether it is um, online videos, online tutorials, um, you know, online programs, any anything, just cre like transferring those skills from an actual thing and we've seen a lot of it with um like fitness yes and i think one of the amazing things is how quickly everyone just learned right okay we've had to shut we can't get real people in let's just do it online mm -hmm. and, and everyone was looking for that and i think one of the coolest thing was is how many people were offering that for free Mm -hmm. that they weren't saying oh I know you usually pay me to your personal training 50 pound an hour but you know what I'm gonna you know I'm gonna keep no they did it for free and I think I especially struggled that first kind of bit with oh okay I just I'll just sit in the house do I, I don't go anywhere okay right and one of the things that I joined was um an influence who I love as a fitness influence called Alice Living and she did like a month of free workouts and she saved them on her IGTV so I could go back and watch them and even doing that made me feel good and I think that that pivot that they were all able to you know make and I think with that I'll remember that forever that Alice did that and then if she you know if she somehow comes out with something that I can buy or you know invest into her and you know be part of a community I'll do that because she's she'd offered that kind of that service for free because you've had the value exactly so, so you've enjoyed it and you've kind of invested in her and people have been really clever because people that have done that have kind of established they've kind of like found their groove yeah. and they've established their market they've established their customer without actually selling something with just just being there and yeah. like you say you were showing up her. yeah she showed up and you think but alice was there for me yeah. in that month of lockdown when i wasn't sure and she was there for me and she's given me all this so actually i'll be there for her at yeah. some point whether it's buying a program exactly or, or something so people have done that very well and i think with even it's even with things like um <laughs> like there was like rappers in America were doing like they were you know getting on and they were doing back to backs going against each other whose song's better and everyone in the comments was voting and kind of almost being upset with your friends like you're all watching like oh my god did you see when they like like played that song like there was things like that and people were doing dancing and you know dance offs and I think that that community that managed to build so quickly that you know everyone was online already but it was people showed up online mm -hmm. and it wasn't just for come to see me in this you know gig or come yeah. see me at this show or whatever it was people were showing up online ready to serve you yeah, people, and kind of people remembered that actually the point of social media is to be social yes and people were social i mean yes. some people obviously did it to extreme like there was a some people were kind of on every day and doing it and some people showed up once a week yeah. or, or whatever so but but it was social and and kind of now think of all the zoom quiz family <laughs> you know, do you know what I mean all that all of those that we've done and actually for me um we did kind of a family zoom quiz with my auntie and uncle that are in Dubai and we're all on the screen and 
and it's a virtual room, but that was the first time we'd been in a room oh, for over 10 years. Wow. And it had never occurred to us at no point before had we said, do you know what? We haven't actually all seen each other for yeah. 10 years in the same place at the same time. Why don't we jump on our computers and do it? It just didn't occur to It us. was weird because I felt like this year was the year of reconnecting. And I can't tell you, like, there must be about four friends of mine who I've always been friends with, but we never have a, you know, keeping up friendship because everyone's busy. Mm -hmm. This year, I talk to them every week. And in lockdown... I had four girls I played rugby with, right? My absolute dream girls. They're all still friends of mine. We just didn't hang out. We didn't talk because... But we managed to make time, and I'm doing this with my quotation marks, because we were in the house. We did a Zoom quiz every Monday. Yeah. Every Monday for two months. I hadn't spoke to them in years, but the thing that I found weird is that was that because... I, I didn't have the time or was it because I didn't make the time? And I think like you were saying with your family, you know, you might have been out for dinner or you might have been out with your daughter, you know, doing something in the evening, going to cinema or something like that. And I think it's that weird thing that there is the time there. Mm -hmm. It's just about using the technology and making it work for everyone. One of my favourite sayings in life is that when you say, I haven't got the time, flip that and say it's not my priority yes because that's actually 100%. that's actually what you mean 100%. so the fact that you can't do something is not because you don't have the time it's because you are not thinking that that is the way your time is best spent and sometimes that can be a real wake-up call and it's mm. a really simple thing to do but when i like catch us like if you're a parent and you catch yourself saying oh not not now i haven't got time when you actually say not now it's not my priority to your six-year-old, oh my gosh, like that, that's awful. Like, well, you, you know, you can't say that. Um, so it just kind of flips your mindset mm. and makes you think, actually, what what do I want to have time for? Yeah. And what am I prioritizing? And it is a priority that we do spend time and interact with, you know, people online and, and whatever to for ourselves as well. And that's a, a lot about the kind of um self-care and the mental health side of stuff yeah. that's come out of this year as well. And I think that. With um with the people, either influencers or, you know, people like you and I showing up, I think that what was one of the most amazing things to see out of this year was how many people were constantly talking about mental health, that, mm -hmm. you know, people were creating guides. like Because I think no one person's the same and things that might be great for your mental health and your self-care aren't necessarily great for me. And I think it was, you know, it was even, and it was even things like books to read that are great for your mental health or yoga to do or baking or, you know, dancing. And it was so many guides out there that I think everybody, you know, would be able to serve to a point. And mm -hmm. I think that there was... I, it was. I think it was amazing to see how prominent it was all the time. You know, yeah. this is really good for your mental. If your mental health is struggling, you know, there's yeah. these resources. Call a friend. You can call me. You know, I put on my Instagram one night. Not that I'm, you know, amazing service or anything, but when we got the news about lockdown, I I knew that a lot of people would be really worried. So I was like, anyone wants to message me, if you haven't got someone to message, just message me and we can chat, you know, because I think that's what's great about social media. You connect with so many people and you don't know who really might need that message to say, like, it's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. This is going to end. We are going to be able to move forward. Yeah. You know, you're fine. And I think that even with that mental health and what you were saying, one of the things that I'm very passionate about is the homelessness and you know that not happening and I think that they were all really served well you know there was so much support out there for homeless charities and you know making sure that people were safe um that it is a, it's a weird year overall with that type of thing I think but did you do anything that 
you found online or something that you saw or someone told it was really great for you and kind of your well-being and your mental health that you can think of I think just kind of acknowledging things when you're not okay mm. is is important because for some people being not okay means not being able to get out of bed for other people being not okay means something completely different yes. they might overeat you know to cope with their emotional stress or whatever so it looks completely different to everybody and I think the good thing with kind of everyone tuning into it is acknowledging that that mm. that just because I got out of bed this morning doesn't mean I'm not suffering. Mm-hmm. It just means I'm handling it differently than you are. Yeah. So I think that that was really good that it's kind of and don't forget it was this year that the Caroline Flack um, committed suicide. The beginning of this year. Was it? I think so. Maybe I haven't. Yeah. Yeah. Was it, it was. Yeah. I'm sure it was. At the, at the beginning of this year, where everyone's doing the be kind, you know, and then all of a sudden. It's like, oh, hang on, you've got to put this into practice now. This, this is actually, yes. this is actually happening. Yes, yes, yes. And so people have done done very well with with doing that and just appreciating that people are different. Everyone is different. The way that we will handle the exact same situation is totally different. Yeah. And just being aware of that. No one is doing it right. No one is doing it wrong. But as long as you do what you need, then there might be someone else that says, actually. I saw that and I saw, you know, like for you, putting that message on. Somebody might not have called you, but they might have seen that and it might just have made them feel a bit better to know. But if I need her, mm. that's that's where I'll go. Yeah. And, and if I want to do that, I can do that. And, it, and it's just about kind of managing that. Because if people turn up and they say, oh, I've, I've broke my leg. Everyone goes, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, you broke your leg. That's yeah. awful. Do you want a present? Do you want me to cook me cook, you? Yeah. Want, you know, but if you turn up and you say, oh, um, yeah, I'm struggling a bit today. Oh, well, you're right. You're up. You're up, though, aren't you? You, you? you got out of bed. You're okay. Yeah, it because is. You can't see it. Even though it's still a type of health, even though it's a, um, it's an invisible health, I think that that's a really great one you said about letting yourself feel it, and and you know it's okay to feel that that feel like that. And I think that it's finding something that is going to help that within you and your house, and you know something you can do, whether that's literally putting on makeup. Because I chose to in the house dress smart pretty much every single day because it made me feel good even though you know I was I barely was in the my you know trackies and things like that because it just doesn't make me feel good so therefore I don't do those things you know on the weekend it feels fine to me to be you know maybe on a Sunday wear trackies but I like to be you know dressed smart and you know Mm -hmm. put together because that's a coping mechanism to this is completely abnormal I'm just sitting in the house every single day have done for Mm -hmm. the last so many months um one of let's talk about trends that we saw because I think that'll be interesting. Okay. Things that were like constantly on our Instagram or Twitter that people were doing yep. to, to do. Um, do you want to go first? Banana bread. <laughs> if you didn't bake banana bread, did you even have a lockdown? If you didn't try and bake banana bread, did you? Yeah, of course I did. How did it go? Well, I'm a bit hit and miss. Sometimes I'll make a cake and or whatever it is I'm baking and I'm really good at it and right. I'm like the next Mary Berry and I'm like I've <laughs> no, got Jenna's this. calling I no Jenna's ringing me up take a picture <laughs> post it on my Instagram and then I'll do exactly the same thing the next week and my cake looks like, like a frisbee and I, it's my oven obviously it's not me no it's gosh the oven. is it alright maybe you well, should get someone to I, I, I'm going to get someone over because <laughs> I, don't, I just don't understand how this is happening but but for me that I, I quite enjoyed that I quite enjoyed the um making and and like I said earlier I had the time I found myself with some time so to do those things and I've got a six-year-old at home so to you know cut cakes and all all that kind of thing I actually found that 
quite enjoyable. And it, and the good thing about banana bread or any baking is it takes a lot of time up. And you can eat it. Yeah, so you can <laughs> you can waste the day, not waste, but when you're in the house all day, you can get through the day because it's quite a long process. Yeah. I um I did banana bread um as well, obviously, because we all we all did. Um I also tried baking bread. Oh. I felt like that was a real trend. People, everyone was baking sourdough at one point. That's like upper level, that is. I mean, I was just getting a kit from Sainsbury's, <laughs> adding water and a bit of oil, and then, you know, hey presto, it was for catcher. <laughs> of course. Sprinkle but some green stuff on it. Bread fun. was a good one. Banana bread bread. I think one of the other things um, that was a real trend was... Um, people you know doing their own hair everyone was shaving their hair off on tiktok mm-hmm. i almost felt inclined to the same because i was like we're all doing it together <laughs> we're all in this together hair Let's was like a big hair. thing of people like right i'm at home i'm in lockdown you know from a hairdresser's point of view were you like oh gr- you know gritting teeth like don't do it do you know what i f- i found it quite amusing because i obviously follow a lot of hairdressers and mm. stuff and anyway and i think there were two camps and one was like do not touch your hair just leave it I will, I will be back in, you know, when I can and whatever. And then there was the other camp that I joined that was, it's okay. If you bought a box dye and you put it on, that's okay. Because if it made you feel better, fine. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Like, I will fix it when we can, kind of thing. So, so I think um, it was quite amusing to me. And I really liked it, like you said, about the free education, you know, the fitness people. Yeah. Stuff. Same for hair. Yeah. There was lots of people... Um, doing stuff and so I feel like that helped with my learning and kind of I could get online with some um, education and follow some people that were doing stuff for free that I perhaps wasn't aware of or Mm. didn't know of or could easily access because I've got the time to sit and watch a video and copy along on my on my Sally head and whatever so I I really liked that but I think the um yeah, the hair the hair thing was quite entertaining, and and I think it made people realise because no one ever thinks like your hairdresser is an essential person. Yeah. Until she's taken away, and then everyone thinks the hairdresser is an essential person, yes. and everyone is like, oh my gosh, I need you, I need the first appointment, I ne- I need my haircut because actually it makes you feel so much better mm. to feel well put together. Like yeah. you said about the getting dressed, getting up and getting dressed thing makes you feel better even though you're just in the house. Yeah. It's mindset. Yeah. And having your hair done, it's mindset. If you if you feel like you look good, you can take on something. You, mm. you feel better about it. So there's a reason why people go to the salon, you know, because they want to look good before a party, before an event or, or something, because it, it not only makes you look good, but it lifts what's inside of you. It lifts that spirit and it puts you in the, the mindset and the right place that you can kind of take anything on and take on the world. I bet your husband felt like the luckiest man in the world having a hairdresser <laughs> for a wife. Well, he was he was on some Zoom meetings and people have been like, you have your, you've had your haircut. <gasps> oh, of course. And you're like, no, yeah, my yeah. wife's a hairdresser. Yeah, and so he was like, no, no, I live with a hairdresser. So he was lucky. Although he's always like the last person to get it done. Because yeah. when I'm doing it all the time, he's like, babe, can I have a haircut? And I'm like, no. Okay. <laughs> if you, if Husband's on the day. Eyes, you can still see it's fine. Let's leave it for another week. If you can plait it, let me know. Until <laughs> then, grow it. It's fine, grow it. Because that was that was probably the most stressful stressful part of lockdown. One of for me is you know me and my boyfriend nearly you know breaking up over <laughs> me with a pair of clippers in my hand. Like this is the best I can do. People train for years, and I think I'm it trying. made I think it made people appreciate even like paying a hairdresser. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of people, you know, it's it's an it, it you know it's. Some people don't enjoy getting their hair done because, you know, it is, it's an upkeep of you. But I think that actually saying, God, you know, this £50, 
you are so talented. Like, you know, this, you know, it's so worth it. And I think that with anything that's like kind of, you know, body maintenance, it can feel like, you know. It's, it feels quite indulgent. Yeah. To be fair. Like people, especially, and if it has affected you to the point where perhaps you've not got as much of an income. Or, yeah, of course. You know, so to spend money on yourself, on anything, whether it's a haircut, whether it's Nails. a box of sweets. Yeah, anything seems quite indulgent and I think that's where the switch has been is that people and I know myself personally I would rather now give my money to a small independent business yeah. knowing I'm helping a person I mean we always knew that anyway we yeah. always knew that you know buy local and stuff but I think now people really realize it and so many people and online you'll see people say I want to buy from someone local I want to give my money to a small business I don't want to give more money to Amazon I want to buy it from the lady down the road mm. who's actually trying to support her three children and yeah. pay for Christmas. So I think that's been a really nice switch and a really nice realisation mm. for people, actually, yeah. just to kind of tune into that and think, everything we need, everything I need and I want, I, I can find here somewhere and I'll give that person a bit of money. And I think one of the great things how Instagram have adapted through that is Instagram have now built in a search function mm-hmm. so that if you... Before, you could only search for places or actual names of either brands, restaurants, people, any brand name. Now, if you want a Christmas ball ball, you can type in Christmas ball ball. Oh, really? And I think that with that, that will only help small businesses more. And that if you, you can use it to shop. And I think that as much as we all want Instagram to be a place of pretty pictures and sharing our lives and keeping up with our favourite musicians, influencers, whoever, is that... Instagram is a powerful tool to be able to be a small business and sell and discover small businesses to buy from. Mm-hmm. So it's something definitely that, you know, you should try and do more and um, try and look for more and just support more. Yeah. And I think a lot of people kind of don't realise that when they're growing a business or starting a business or something, people think they've got to be everywhere. I must yeah. have this. I must have a Facebook page. I must have a um, Etsy shop. I must Website. be on Pinterest. I must, yeah. And actually... If you're doing 20 things and you're doing them all okay, why not switch that? And why not do just two things really well? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, um, because like the magic happens where you've put your focus. So if you spent a bit of time and committed to perhaps trying to work Instagram for you, you know, making um, sure all of your things are searchable, you've got all your keywords correct, just things like that. So you're showing up more there. Then actually, you're probably going to get a better result by doing something really, really good than you would be by trying to do everything and kind of not being able to be everywhere because maybe your business is just you. And so is it realistic that you can sit on 10 platforms, show up every day, uh, you know, is that even where they're hanging out? Is that even where your customers are? Because if I'm selling pretty sweet boxes, really on LinkedIn? Like, is that (laughs) important? Are they buying them? I don't know, but maybe, maybe they are, but you know, it might be more beneficial just to kind of step back and take stock. And I think that's what this year has done to people as well. It's made you step back and look at your business and think, okay, what's working? Mm -hmm. What do I do really well? And maybe that is turning up to a Facebook Live for a free, um, you know, to do a free yoga class because that's where my people are. That's where I need to go because that's where they're hanging out and that's where they're going to find me. And they know I'm there, so they're looking for me there. And I think that that is a really good comparison to Amazon. They don't need to do Instagram lives. They don't need to do Facebook. They don't even really need to do ads that much because they've managed to build something that works 
and you use it for that person purpose only. You don't go to Amazon to go, oh, I wonder if they've got any guides on, um, you know, how to best wear the top I bought from, from, you know, from them. No, of course they haven't. But if you want to find an item, you're going to go there. And I think that that is a very good example of if you can do something well, do it. Don't spread yourself thin by trying to be on Pinterest, do that and do this and do this. And, you know, everything that people are shouting it on Instagram to tell you to do mm. or Facebook or wherever is that if you're really great at making people feel good because you're funny, get on lives, do mm. things on stories, you know, make funny videos, you know, incorporate that into your business because you can do your business however you want to do it. There's no mm. rules. So I think that I really like that, that point that you kind of um, ended on. Thanks. And on, on that, then... I think all that it really is left to say, um, hope that people having, I mean, I'm, I'm not even sure what podcast episode this is now, but we've done a few. So 11. Oh, okay. 11. So thank you um, to everybody who has featured on the podcast so far. Everybody who's listened to it as yeah. well. Because that, that's really nice that we've bothered we to show up. We are worldwide. We are. You know, people, people are bothering to tune in. So that that's really nice as well. And I think that, um, in terms of the Kent Foundation, um, they've done some really great things. Let's just talk about that for a second because okay. we, did, we didn't talk about that today. Yes. And let's just kind of give them a bit of a high five on what they've done um, in terms of the lockdown and stuff because they have been showing up, haven't they? They have. We've got, um, there's been regular masterminds. We've had drop ins, we've had masterminds, we have had networking, uh, we have had master classes, quizzes, quizzes, um, and we've also just been keeping up with the businesses you know whenever we went through um the lockdowns we've been phoning around sending emails you know really making sure that they know the support is there um for business and i think that from a kemp, kemp foundation perspective seeing you know a lot of small businesses thrive has been absolutely fantastic but you know some industries have been hit harder than others but i think it's easy you know it's good to remember that if you are a business that have has been hit hard and it's not your fault especially like hair and beauty and weddings is that that isn't a, re a reflection on you and your business that's a reflection of you cannot serve your customers at this time mm -hmm. and it won't be forever mm -hmm. and it's just kind of being there and having that bit of support that if they need to talk to you, yeah. if they need to kind of vent at somebody, if they need Whenever. to, you know, be upset about something, then they can come and they can just say, this is crap. Like, yeah. this is really crap. Or they can say, this is really good. Yes. And there's lots of people around and lots of people available yeah. to give that support and to give that encouragement or acknowledgement or, you know, maybe you just want to join the quiz and just have a bit of a giggle. Yeah. And, and, that, and that's fine. If that's all you need then that's fine. But actually, if you need a call with somebody or you need to speak to your mentor more than you normally would, then that's fine too. Because Absolutely. you can just reach out and that's, you know, that's the possibility. So, well done, guys. Well, well done, <laughs> Kemp Foundation, for, for surviving 2020. And then, um, okay, so... I think all that's left to say is Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy Can't New Year. wait for the new year. <laughs> so hope, hopefully next year will be, um, I'm going to say better, but maybe I mean different. Maybe yeah, it will just I think be different. different because there's a lot of positives from this year. I think every year has its strengths and weaknesses and pros and cons, but I'm wishing for, you know, health, happiness, um, and I'm very grateful for everything that's happened this year yeah. and the lessons that it's kind of taught me. So Happy New Year, Katie. Happy New Year.